0: Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Lee an ITA energy medicine practitioner, holistic counselor, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you align with your true and highest self, raise your frequency and vibration, learn the tools to help you self-heal rewire your subconscious mind, transform your mindsets, and co-create the life of your dreams. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome or welcome back to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. This episode is going to be just like the others in that it has tangible, practical, exercises and techniques that you can take with you and do to transform your life and to self-heal. But I want the essence of this video to be honestly just a message of empowerment and comfort because a lot of us feel scared or anxious or uncertain and we don't voice those to our friends or our family. We keep them inside and we feel that, well, maybe we're the only ones that feel this way. Maybe we're behind in some way. Maybe we're wrong. But that's not the case. A lot of our fears are shared by others. A lot of our worries and concerns and insecurities are shared by others. And I think that once we start to open up this discussion and talk about it freely and vulnerably with our friends, with our family, that a lot of the stigma around it will dissipate. And by knowing that a lot of other people are in the same boat, we will be able to, you know, kind of squash those fears and rewire those limiting beliefs because now we have a community. Now we have a support system. Now we have people that can keep us accountable. So that is what I want this episode to be. A message saying that you are not alone in feeling like you have to have it all figured out. Because let me guess, you don't have it all figured out. Well, that's fine because neither do I. And I'm convinced that There isn't anyone on this planet who actually has everything figured out. We are all pretending to some degree at times. And in this game of life, I don't think that the point is to have it figured out, to know every next step. The point is to live it. And it can be chaotic at times and confusing. But that mystery, that's part of the beauty. That's part of the magic. And so by wishing that it was different, by wishing that we knew every single step that was ahead of us, we're doing ourselves a disservice because what we're doing is now we're just stressing unnecessarily when the magic is yet to come and the magic is going to come from the fact that we have no idea what's going to happen next. So this episode is for you if you are feeling the pressure to have your entire life figured out or at least to have a solid game plan. If you are feeling that pressure, I am with you. I am also feeling that pressure. And this episode is coming from personal experience in that I have to calm myself down and I have to rewire my own thoughts constantly. This is an ongoing process. I don't plan on ever stopping this self-development journey. And the most recent hiccup I've come up against is this anxiety about not knowing what's going to happen next, not feeling like I'm prepared, not feeling confident in myself because I have no idea what the future is going to hold. And so I'll share a little bit of a story time to kind of get us all on the same track and to really normalize whatever experience you're having right now. So (laughs) I am graduating college with my bachelor's of arts in psychology and I'm graduating with a wellness counseling certificate from cornell and i am so excited i've been working so hard and so long for this and i can't wait to truly have the qualifications and the experience under my belt to create something magical but i have no idea what exactly that is i have no idea what post-grad is going to do for me where i'm going to end up what doors are going to be opened how fast it's going to take, where I'm going to live. I have no idea what's going to happen in the summer. Come May, my entire life is probably going to change and rapidly. And it's going to be amazing. And I truly trust that whatever is meant for me will come to be. But I just have no idea what that is. I'm actually (laughs) kind of clueless. I mean, I have a semblance of my intention and I know the direction I'm going in. But that's about it. I know I'm going north. I don't know if I'm going northeast or Northwest. I don't know how far North I'm going to go. Maybe I'm actually going to go South and I just think I'm going North now. I'm feeling all of those jitters of, oh my gosh, I am no longer a kid or even an emerging adult now. I am becoming an adult and it's scary and it can choke me up at times. But then I look back at my past and I realized that on the cusp of all of the most transformational and aligned things in my life, I had this exact same feeling of what the heck is going to happen next? I have no idea what I'm doing. Every time I had this massive feeling of, oh my gosh, I have no idea where to lay the next brick. I have no idea what's laying before me. Something absolutely magical has happened. So I'm leaning into that <laughs> and I'm using my past experience and my trust in myself and the universe to squash those fears, and to remind myself that everything that's going to pass is going to be divinely led, divinely orchestrated, and aligned for me. And so I ask you to reflect on your own experiences. When was the last time you felt like you had to have it all figured out? And because you didn't, you were worried about it? And then did something magical happen? I'm guessing that something did, that it led you to something absolutely transformational. I was in elementary school. Actually, a lot of this trails my academic history, although it doesn't have to. This is just my experience. In elementary school, I didn't like public school, didn't really vibe with the environment. My mom could tell, and she asked me if I wanted to go to a different school. So come middle school, I transferred. But because it was a private school and the cutoff dates were different, I would have been an entire year younger than everyone else in my grade because me being born in December just made the cutoff for public school, but I wouldn't have made the cutoff in private school. So to make a long story short, because this really doesn't matter, um, I was, it was recommended to me that instead of going into sixth grade, I repeat fifth grade. Now to a little 10 year old, that's a big deal. At first I was really resistant. I was like, absolutely not. Am I repeating a grade? That is so embarrassing. Why would I do that? And it's not because my academic scores didn't perform as well as everyone else. It was more so a developmental thing. Like you'd be doing your kid a disservice if you put them into a group of kids that have had an entire year, you know, on top of me to, you know, learn about life, to develop. And when you're young, it just matters more. So ultimately it was my decision. And I remember I was crying in the doctor's office because my doctor told me that I should really do it, that I should do what's best for me and not worry about anybody else. And I remember crying, making that decision to be like, okay, fine, I'll repeat fifth grade. And I kind of just knew that even though I had no idea what to expect from this new school, even though I had no idea what to expect from any potential rumors about me repeating a grade, I had no idea what I was doing or what path was before me. I had zero expectations. I just had this deep sense of knowing this was exactly where I needed to be and what I needed to do, even though I had no idea where that was going to lead me. I am immensely grateful for where I ended up and for the high school it brought me to. And that high school experience I had was extremely negative, but I also think that those lessons, they were priceless. I had a really hard high school experience, but I'm actually really grateful for it because it has molded me into a very strong person and I believe it's preparing me for something to come or it has prepared me for stuff to come. And then again, when you go to college, when I decided to go to NYU, I had no idea what that was going to look like, where that was going to lead. If I was going to make friends, where my major was going to take me, what living in Manhattan was going to be like, I was honestly terrified. I was actually honestly terrified, but I knew I had that same gut feeling of even though I have no idea what's behind this curtain, I know it's meant for me. And then the pandemic hit and then... While I was receiving ITA alignments, I came to the realization that I needed to transfer schools and take a gap year from NYU to figure out what I really wanted to do. Because it's not being a journalist living in Manhattan. I discovered that. (laughs) And that was a really crazy experience as well of, I have no idea what the world is going to look like in the next month, let alone why the heck I'm deciding to take a gap year from my dream school, a school I was dreaming of going to since I was 12, a part of me thought I was absolutely insane for transferring from NYU, from dropping out technically, because I didn't know if I was going to go back to college at that point. I was really confused. But despite the fear, I knew it was what was perfect for me at that time. So I just jumped. I just leapt, and I held faith in that there was going to be a net to catch me. And then I applied to Stony Brook for psychology. And I had no idea what that was going to look like. I was scared. I was nervous. I didn't know where it was going to take me. I didn't really know what I was going to do with this degree. I just knew that I wanted it. I felt that sense of this is where I'm meant to be. And now I'm graduating. And I ended up at Cornell at some point as well and all of that madness. And I'm not sure where it's going to lead me still. And I'm in this pause between the inhale and the exhale. This point of stillness before creation. And all I can do is trust that exactly what is meant for me will come to pass. And I share this story with you because I guarantee that you can look back and reflect on your own life experiences and find this pattern. And so if you're also in this inhale or the space between the inhale and the exhale, trust and look back on your past experiences as reminders that there will be a net to catch you. You will not fail, you will not fall. You will end up exactly where you're meant to be. And also, the main kind of lesson I want you to take from this episode is that you're not supposed to have it all figured out. We all want that, right? We want to feel secure in the knowing. But you're not supposed to because then that takes away all the lesson that takes away all the magic of the purpose of being a human, living this experience on earth. It would quite frankly be pointless if you knew exactly how it was all going to play out. We as souls have free will. We can make choices. I believe that there is some element of destiny. But it's up to us if we choose to follow the aligned path or if we choose to go against our natural flow, and make choices that are not in our best interest. We still have so much choice. So, I say that because you're not supposed to know. Because you're supposed to grow through the not knowing. Through the making of the choices of being brave. Think about all that you've learned up until today because you didn't know something. Because you didn't know what was going to happen next, or you just didn't know because you had to experience it firsthand. And I'm saying this because if you're feeling like you're lost or you're behind because you don't have your life figured out, or because you just went through a breakup, or you just dropped out of school, or you just quit your job, or you just got fired from your job, or you just moved to a different location, or you just got into a really big fight with your parents and you're not sure where that's going to take you, whatever has happened in your life that has Given you this feeling of, oh my gosh, I'm scared because I have no idea what's going to happen, sink into that and express gratitude for it, or at least neutrality for this experience and say, yeah, I have no idea where this is going to take me. And that's okay. Not only is that okay, that's actually the point. And right now I have a choice. I have a portal of opportunity in front of me. Every obstacle is an opportunity. And this not knowing, this is an opportunity to create. Right now, I have a blank canvas. What do I want? What do I want to do with this experience? What do I want to do with my life? And no, I don't need to have a 20-step plan on how to get there. I just need an intention and I need to work on my alignment. And if I do that, nothing can stand in my way with a strong intention, and with an aligned body, mind, and soul, you are capable of anything you put your mind to. I fully believe that. And so don't lean into the fear. Lean into trust. Lean into surrender. I know from personal experience that too much planning can actually be a bad thing Because it prevents the natural flow and it prevents the divine timing of your life from unfolding naturally and with ease. There have been so many times when I so badly wanted to ensure a plan that I forced things to happen that really didn't need to happen, or the problem ended up resolving itself, but because I decided to muddle with it, it was just messy. A lot of the times that I planned out of fear and not out of You know, this is what you need to do. You need to plan because planning is important. I'm not saying don't plan anything and just fly by the seat of your pants. But if you plan from a place of fear and not from a place of security and from honestly, just a sense of inner knowing and intuition, when you're planning from fear, you're just making things messy. You're preventing the easiest path from unfolding because you're muddling with it. Don't muddle. (laughs) Another thing I want to note is that expectations are not always helpful Because when you expect something to happen, you create resistance, and you create added stress, and you create rigidity. And how are you supposed to follow the flow of your divine timing if you're stressed and rigid and you're resisting it? Resistance energy is actually one of our biggest blocks, and our subconscious mind creates resistance from kind of like a false sense of security. It wants to keep us safe. It has all these limiting beliefs and it, so it resists or it creates expectations, which leads to resistance. And this makes us too rigid to follow the flow. And so while you're in the space of not knowing, I'm asking you, or I'm encouraging you to monitor your expectations and monitor where you are planning from. Are you planning from a place of fear or a place of alignment and trust? And what are your expectations? Are they really sharp or are they loose? Because you can, you know, it's natural to kind of think in the future a little bit and be like, "Oh yeah, I anticipate this is probably what's going to happen." That that's fine. There's there's no attachment to that. But if you have an attachment to an expectation, that's going to create a barrier to your natural path, and honestly, it's just going to make you more stressed out and more confused. So, what do you do instead? Rather than be too hard on yourself or over worry or overthink about what's going to happen or spiral in your fear, Place intentions over specific goals. Your intention is usually an I am statement or I have statement. And it follows what you know is true in your soul. I intend to create a career that provides me joy and positively impacts the world. That is my intention right now. And that's pretty broad and that's the point. I'm going to create that energy, but I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know if that's becoming a motivational speaker or writing a book or going full in on my counseling practice. I don't know what that's going to look like in the next few years to come post-grad, but I have an intention and I believe that it'll come true, that I will create a career that gives me joy and impacts the world in a positive way. Now, instead, if I had very specific rigid goals like income goals or client goals or a date I wanted to publish my book, if those things weren't truly aligned with my path right now, I'd be creating roadblocks, I'd be creating resistance, I'd be too rigid to see what was actually meant for me, and I'd just end up preventing myself from getting to where I need to go. It'd take much longer for me to get to that path because I'm putting a bunch of roadblocks in my way. And so set intentions over specific goals. Another thing, cultivate presence and mindfulness instead of planning. Your intuition speaks to you in the present moment, when you are mindful, when you're in a peaceful mind, body, soul space. And so that is when you will know what to do next. If you're not sure what to do next, instead of trying to plan it all out and use your cognitive brain... Become really present in your body and in your mind. Go for a nice nature walk. Meditate. In this place of mindful stillness, that is when your answer will arise, not from trying to plan it out using your brain. Another thing, focus on the what and the why, not the how and the when. So let's go back to my intention I had to create a career that is going to positively impact the world and make me joyful. Okay, that is the what and the why. The what is cultivating a career. The why is to create an impact and be happy. That's all you have to focus on, the what and the why. A relationship is the what. A person is a little more specific, and I'm not sure how much you want to get there. But let's say you're manifesting a relationship. Don't say, okay, I'm going to go on vacation and I'm going to meet This person at the beach right after I got out of the water and my hair is going to look super nice because it's whatever, right? You see how all of these specifics of the how and the when, it's preventing the magic from unfolding. You're having too many expectations and that's creating roadblocks. So just focus on what you want and why you want it. And if you can, your gift back for getting what you want. So a gift back for my career is to positively impact the people I work with. Another tip is to surrender. Just let it go. I know it's so much easier said than done. Trust me. There is a lot of stuff I'm working on right now. at surrendering and I'm not there yet. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I am not there yet to fully surrender some things in my life, but I'm working on it. And so that's all I'm asking you to do is just try, just try to let it go little by little every single day until finally you're like, huh, I'm not holding the weight of this anymore or huh. I haven't worried about this in a while. Try to just surrender to the moment, surrender to the trust you have in yourself and whatever divine power you believe in and try to let it go and give it give it to your higher self and give it to God. Another thing is to lean into the natural flow of your own seasons and cycles. Each one of us has our own seasons and cycles we go through and then we also go through seasons and cycles as a collective. So while we're experiencing collective shifts and turns, you're also going to be experiencing your unique own set of twists and turns. Lean into them. They're happening for a reason. Even though they may be a little chaotic or a little confusing or you're not sure kind of what the point is, lean into it. Trust it. You are being guided on these cycles for a reason. And whether you know the reason or not, you're still going to be guided on these cycles. So focus on just going with it. Ride the wave of life instead of trying to (laughs) swim against the current. Have you ever tried to swim against the current in the ocean? I, I used to do this a lot as a kid, thinking, you know, if I could just, you know, paddle a little bit harder and a little bit faster, like I won't be moved over to the other side of the beach. It's exhausting. It's truly exhausting. I leave the water, my muscles, my bones are sore, I'm achy. And I can't really enjoy the rest of my day because I just spent twenty minutes swimming against the tide. That's kind of what it's like when we don't lean into the flow of life and we resist our cycles that are naturally occurring. What would happen if you resisted the next season, like summer or winter? I live so I live in New York where I experience all four seasons, but I know you you have it you have rainy seasons even if you don't have you know changes in temperature. We all experience seasons. from a a nature's perspective, no matter where we live. What would happen if you resisted winter? If you were in summer and all of a sudden it started to get colder and you were like, no, it's getting colder. I hate this. And you were so upset. No matter how much you complain or no matter how much you pray that winter doesn't come, winter is going to come. Like there's nothing you can stop it. The earth is going to continue doing its thing. Just like your natural seasons and cycles that your soul is meant to embark on in this life. Swimming against it and trying to fight it is only going to create stress and disharmony within your own sense of self and being. And it's not actually going to prevent the cycles from coming because it's what's meant for you. And then the last tip I have for you to really let go of this feeling of I have to have it all figured out is to focus on the lessons that you are learning and the moments that are making you feel alive. So rather than focusing on the next step or, oh no, I need to plan, or I'm not sure what the future is gonna hold or where this is going to take me, instead of placing your energy on the future, which doesn't exist right now, focus it on what's happening right now. What's happening right now is that you're learning something. There's never a time in your life when you're not learning and growing. Sometimes lessons are really easy and beautiful to learn, and sometimes they don't feel so great when you learn them, but regardless, You are in the process of learning and growing every single second of every single day. You cannot stop that. Nothing you can do can stop that. Even if you feel really stuck, you will learn something from being stuck. So focus on a lesson you're learning. Fuel that lesson because, because this is why I'm getting somewhere with this. When you truly integrate a lesson, that speeds up your life cycles. So if you want to get to the next place faster, Work through the present moment and the present cycle you're in because the faster you learn the lessons and integrate it, that is when you can get moving on a lot quicker. And then a part two to that is I don't want you to just focus on the lesson and everything because honestly, that can just take the fun out of life because you're only focusing on the lesson. Also focus on how much you feel grateful for the gift of life. Focus on the moments, really fuel the moments that make you feel alive, that make you feel like, oh my gosh, being a human is the best thing in the entire world. Fuel those moments because that too, that too will help speed up your life cycles. If you are expressing gratitude for the present moment and for the fact that you're alive. And with that said, (laughs) that concludes all of my tips And kind of everything I wanted to say about this topic. And I hope that you have learned something. I hope that you are going to take away a practice or a tip or a phrase from this episode. And I hope that you are no longer feeling alone in this feeling of, oh my gosh, I have no idea what's going to happen next. And I have nothing figured out. You are not alone in that feeling. I'm right there with you. And I'm sure there are thousands and thousands of other souls feeling the same way. And I truly hope this episode has inspired you in some way or at least given you a sense of comfort. And now before I wrap up, I want to say that I am not only offering ITA alignments, I am also offering wellness counseling and life cycles mentoring sessions as well. And so if you are interested in how you can work directly with me as a practitioner to assist you with any offsets, physical, psychological, mental, social. Or if you're just looking for more clarity on what cycle you're in now and how to better prepare for the next cycle, I am here for you. This is exactly the work I do and it truly lights me up and fuels me. And so if you are interested in how you can work with me, email me or DM me and I will get back to you ASAP with all of the information and I am looking forward to answering all of your questions and opening up a discussion about why you feel empowered and inspired to do this work. So with that said, I'm sending infinite light and love your way, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye!